So hey. Hey. I'm always saying so hey. So hey. So hey. I'm just here with another song in my head. Oh yeah, I just gave you that one. <clears throat> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Just dealing with that again. Close the page. <laughs> Don't make it worse. It's in there. So <laughs> I know. It takes all of my self-control to not sing. Mine as well. <laughs> But we don't do it. No, we don't. Can't. We don't need those legal fees. Mm-hmm. We'll be needing on them legal fees. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Little Pittsburghies for what? you that don't get to visit here. Yeah. We'll give you a couple of doses. We will. And it'll, it'll come out and make us sad when we hear it. Mm-hmm. So wonderful things. Yeah. It is it is a, a nice sunny day out that's not too hot. No. Not too cool. I'm uh, really looking forward to getting back out there. Yeah. At the same time, happy to be here. Sure. You can't believe it. Climate control. Yeah. Plus climate. all the rest of it. Sure. We have we have some mouth moths that we're fighting. <laughs> Man, right in my mouth yesterday. Yeah. What the heck? Little things. Just dive right in. But um, you know, it's all part of the of the nature. Yeah, they just come at you. So we have some shows. Some phrases. For, uh, yeah, we have a show of phrases. Yeah. It's a better way to put it, right? It's usually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we collectively have a lot of shows. A lot, yeah. But yeah, yeah, this is a single show. One single show with phrase to start, which is... Am I going first? Yeah. Oh, mine is, let's stick a pin in this one. Already? Already. We're going to stick a pin in this See, one. See, this would have made sense to save that for the last one, but, but, but not... We got to stick a pin in it. We got to stick a pin in it right up front. Sticking a pin in it. All right, let's hear it. Which uh, I just learned means hold on to that thought, idea, whatever, and we'll come back to it later. Hold on to this. It's important. We will we will revisit this. <laughs> I I just learned this. I mean, I, I guess it's two years ago yeah. at this point. Uh, Rebecca taught me. And sh- I, I, I don't use this idiom, and I never have, and I, and I still won't, because I always assumed it meant to pop something. Yeah. As in, this idea sucks, let's put a pin in it and kill it now. Like a balloon. Before it grows into something like even worse. Like a balloon. Like a terrible that, idea that balloon. That you're going to kill. But that is not what it means. No. It means, hey, this is a good idea. We just can't talk about it right now, maybe. Or, hey, this is important. We'll save it for later. I I still won't use it, and I, uh, I've i made it so far in my life without it. But Rebecca has the joy of watching my face and seeing me learn this. <laughs> this <laughs> is I had never PC known. means personal. Yeah, computer. I had never known, and I, and I always thought it meant something completely different and I never used it because I didn't think I knew what it meant so I wasn't going to use it and she watched me realize what was happening and and how much wasted time I had <laughs> thinking that this meant to pop something like a balloon like well, when I you mean, stick a pin into something <laughs> I I, I'm, I was probably right there with that I just never um yeah, yeah. I, was, I just avoided it maybe I, just, I, you know, I have never that. said it because I thought well, how how rude that is you're saying to someone your idea is so bad we need to kill it or what I'm like that seems rude to their face <laughs> right so I never used it but it's I it's like that one out of pocket where I think it it means 
spend your own money, and our accountant seems to mean she's unavailable. I'll be out of pocket. I'm like, what? Right. And coming from an accountant and me thinking it's spend your own money, right. it really gets you in a, in a place. Now, you know? now we're no, in a just weird spot. Use my money. I don't want to owe you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying per diems and stuff. Right. Expenses, all that? <laughs> right. So, but we'll get to that one like, if we haven't already. Maybe. We did not, I don't think. All right. Uh, so, I'm going to uh, just sink a theory real fast if that's okay with you. Sink it. Uh, so, I think many folk, um, whatever. It's what I, I assumed after I realized what the word really meant. Okay, it's not what I think it is. Here's what I here's what I think it is, and I think a lot of folks are in agreement nope. with me. Agreed. But okay. <laughs> um, when you use a thumbtack to stick right. something to a bulletin board, right? And of course, this makes a ton of sense. Yeah. So you're saying, okay, great, done, perfect. This is it. The and if we're if we're using that logic, thumbtack bulletin board, then the earliest we got is 1925. Uh, when Mr. George Brooks of Topeka, Kansas, issued a patent for the use of corkboard as a bulletin board, we're just gonna, you know, if we're if we're saying that, uh, which you would stick tacks into, obviously, you'd put pins into this corkboard, and that's 1925. So, I mean, I think then seeing that, you realize we've been sticking pins in things a lot longer than just a hundred years, right? How much longer? Well, a lot longer. I mean, we've been making clothes and stuff longer than that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying it's not the cork board, everybody. Not the cork board. But I also was where I started. <laughs> um, late Old English, 900 to 1170 is when we date those that language. Pin, Whoa. P-I-N-N. Peg or bolt of wood or metal used to hold things in place or fasten them together. Again, the pin, I think, here is the, you know, that's what we use. Yeah. To hold something, fasten it, to hang on to something. Yeah, pin it. And this is, again, 900s, we're saying. We're, we've been pinning things, at least. Closely related to peg. I'm making that up. Yeah, no, peg or bolt of wood. Yeah, peg. Says it right in there. Right. And it is, no, seriously, the, the yeah, the, yeah, you're right. I, you, I'm not, I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, peg is a, a sister word, is a pr- proto word to this word, P-I-N-N. We, we get peg as well. Well, there you along go. Along in there. Yeah, nice. Peg nice of my heart. <laughs> nice. So the drawing pin also known as the thumbtack, was invented uh, and mass-produced in the U.S. in the mid to late 1750s. So even if we're not going all the way back to 900, we've got a 1750s here. Oh, yeah. Um, and the, the first mention of the drawing pin uh, in the OED is 1759. But I didn't pull that quote. I pulled a quote from 1859. 100 years later. The drawing, the drawing pin? Because it was primarily found in architect's drawing boxes they would use it in sketching to put lines things like that to to wrap lines around and make straight things you know what i mean drawing pins they drew their pencil around it fix it firmly by means of drawing pins all right around i mean you know 1750s we're making pins we're making pins yeah we're pin makers we've got we've got clothes we've got all sorts of stuff uh straight pins uh basically mentioning to use the them to pin pages together of a book that you would you would literally stick safety pin instead of a bookmark 
you would stick a straight pin, not safety pin. Sorry, that's <laughs> that's newer. Yeah. Straight pin, uh, pinning together pages of a book, so it was easy to, to get back to that page in the book. Something important you wanted to get back to in the book, you would pin the pages together, so you could just pick it up and kind of spin back to it. Sure. Um, 1830, William Cobbett, the sales of sheep. This is talking about some accounting. As we, oh, nice. We just talked about accounting. Look at us. Uh, 1830, William Cobbett. The sales of sheep at this one fair must have amounted this year to 120 or 30,000 pounds less than last year. Stick a pin there, Master Prosperity Robinson, and turn back to it again. The master is like a list listed as this, like it's in quote, Prosperity Robinson. Hmm. You know, Prosperity who is literally his middle name. Prosperity Robinson. I don't know. Yeah, it would be. That's the dude's name, Prosperity Robinson. Wow, man. Prosperity is his first name. Hey. Prosperity is my middle name. <laughs> it's his first name. Prosperity. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Who also enjoyed pinning things in place for further study to look back at later. Entomologists. Yeah. Those uh, who study bugs. Yeah. Uh, 1859, the book Nature and Human Nature. Yeah, they do that a lot. It's kind of gross. Stick a pin in it. it yeah. It's a funny smell, too. Like pinned bugs, like a whole whole plate of pinned bugs or not plate but like a whole a dish of wall whatever they put them on they probably have like a formaldehyde or something right some kind Maybe of that's curing smell, agent yeah yeah keep them from deteriorating yeah. and there's also thoughts that it it hails from uh, the tailoring industry as well in our clothes as in you know gotta hem hem some things pin some things up and, and we'll sew them down oh yeah well, yeah when they mark my cuffs or my, right right they're Pin in put it. pins in them. Stick a pin in there. Mm-hmm. We got to come back to that later, and we'll we'll stitch it up to where we marked it. Yeah, I never understand how they're that accurate with that technique. But yeah, I mean, it's we're all good at something. Yeah, and it's yeah. But I mean, I'm I'm really just driving home that, that we've been using the word pin pin in mid 14th century pin in p i n n e n to affix with a pin. <laughs> um. And similar to uh, right around there to seize and hold fast in the same spot or position, which is basically what we're kind of doing with ideas. Pin, pin, put a pin in that. Seize or hold that fast in the same spot, and we'll get back to it later. Um, figuratively, getting some dates of like fifteen, late fifteen hundreds, and I came across some trivia Ooh. that a pin is also a small cask or keg holding <laughs> half a firkin. <laughs> And a firkin, half a firkin, a firkin is is nine gallons. Oh. But half a firkin is four and a half gallons, which is equal to a pin. That's weird. Why? Why? We don't have firkin. But you know, we have um, why the barrel, right? Why? Isn't like a, or the keg. Yeah, no, a so keg. A keg is, is like 15 gallons. No, right? I, I saw a barrel. Uh, and a half keg it might is be, like a seven, yeah. seven and a half gallons. I don't I think. know. I didn't look those ones up. I, I used saw, to know it as a teenager who drunk kegs a lot. Like this is only thirteen gallons, guys. Come on, it's only, it's only a firkin. Right, but it's heavy. <laughs> sure, I mean liquid in a mass scale. Plus the uh, the uh, the big aluminum the keg. big aluminum keg. Those aren't that heavy though. Once they're empty. Not once they're empty. Yeah, liquid. And you put thirteen gallons in there. Fifteen gallons. Yeah. So we can put a pin in that one. Just boom, there it is. I mean, it, it's uh, stick a pin in. We're sticking a pin in stuff to keep it important. We need we need these things. We 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 use it in accounting. We use it in tailoring. Uh, we use it in entomology. Stick we also use it. it in drafting. We need to affix things for later uh, later use. 
We also use them in thumbtacks and corkboards. Well, sure. Yeah. But it didn't stem from that originally. Did not stem from it's that originally. It's way older. It's, it's way older, yeah. Mid-14th century to affix with a pin, pin in, <laughs> from pin. <laughs> well, it's good that we learn these sorts of things. The reason being, I mean, and as we use language, the devil is in the details. Nice. Ha! <laughs> A plus. A plus. Devil A plus. in the details. Devils in the details. All right. Yeah, the yeah. details of a plan, while seemingly insignificant, may contain hidden problems that threaten its overall feasibility. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you really have to check those details. I was picturing it differently, but I see what you're saying. Something might seem simple at first look, but will take more time and effort to complete than expected because of that devil mm -hmm. hidden in said details. That rascal. <laughs> yeah. I see, yes. But this one, okay, it's funny. We used to have a client here at the studio uh, he has since um, disappeared into uh, the sea of retirement. Hmm. Was He used this the first time I heard this mm -hmm. kind of phrase used. But I don't know how much I contemplated it at the time, but I remember it being a new mm -hmm. way of seeing things to me. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> this, it turns out, you know, there's an old version of this that is a god version that arguably came first they just swap the the god versus devil yeah okay uh for one thing so this one is man it's german uh got stacked in detail see they say detail is the the exact same spelling and everything in german got stacked in detail okay that's god is in de in the details mm -hmm. or in the detail because it was singular originally just there. Just one detail. Yeah. Well, it's not that it's not just this one detail. It's just the singular form meaning all-encompassingly mm -hmm. detail of things, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, it's quoted a lot with der Liebe. You know, uh, I, I guess people don't double-check things. Der Liebe got steckt im detail, which people are happy to cut and paste and copy and paste and say, that translates into God is in the detail. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm sorry, it translates into for love, God is in the detail. Mm -hmm. So that uh, if you're playing along at home, yeah, that der Liebe is a superfluous. <laughs> Got to get, get the full quotes. Yeah, or yeah, just what you need. Take what you right, need and leave the rest. Just leave the rest. I don't need that part. It's fine. But I digress. The devil's in the details. So, but I mean, the idea being, even especially with the God is in the detail. So saying God is watching, God is in every nuance and mm -hmm. you're, you can't hide um, shoddy work from God. This is the idea of this thing. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That detail in there mm -hmm. is going to be seen. Yeah, 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 okay. And, and that's where it gets funny. But it's definitely German, but we have a, an almost competing chronological etymology that is slightly difficult to trace, but m just by nature of the two fairly popular figures in 19th century Germany being quoted as saying this, and that is to say actually being quoted. So we might not have them 
the first time they said it mm-hmm. wasn't in print, you understand? Yeah. They said it, but they were famous enough that other people took note that they said it and then documented that later. So that's why it gets sketchy on uh, God or devil. Mm-hmm. But we have Nietzsche saying it sometime in the mid to later 1800s, mm-hmm. uh, the, the devil is in the details. We have a slightly older Gustav Flaubert, who was a German architect, quoted as saying, God is in the detail. And just because of the way people are with religion, etc., etc., and and Nietzsche being the philosopher, mm-hmm. I would guess and speculate that the God one from from the architect was first mm-hmm. and the the devil version as a as a, the other side of the coin, another way to use it and you know, an inverse way to look at things was next. But that is the kind of thing that we'll never be positive of. But, and I got to tell you, with um, this etymological research, the details are often sketchy. <laughs> sketchy is in the details. Sketchy is in the details. So that's what I have for you. Yeah. On devil is in the details. Hopefully devils aren't in our ads Allswell believes in the power of a good night's sleep for all their products feature innovative technology and unbelievable comfort and support without deflating your wallet combining the best of both worlds the Allswell features hybrid mattress technology with memory foam and individually wrapped coils for a winning blend of comfort and support follow the link in the show notes for financing as low as 0% a 100 night risk free trial free shipping and returns, and a 10-year limited warranty designed to make good sleep accessible to all. Real luxury, unreal prices. Allswellhome.com. Whole Nine Yards is sponsored by the Roberto Clemente Museum. Located in a restored engine house in Pittsburgh's revitalized Lawrenceville neighborhood, the Clemente Museum is a showcase of the largest exhibited collection of baseball artifacts, works of art, literature, photographs, and memorabilia related to Roberto Clemente and his life in baseball. Shop the store for clothing and other items featuring the iconic 21 logo and purchase tour tickets for the museum at clementemuseum.com. Enter promo code W9Y21 for a 10% discount on hats and tees. That's clementemuseum.com, promo code W9Y21. Whole Nine Yards is sponsored by Big Science Music. Big Science Music is a can and one show award-winning original music and sound boutique, providing scoring, sound design, radio, podcast, and audio post-production services for the advertising, film, and video industries. Big Science Music also offers ADR, casting, and project management. Big Science Music's reels, full capabilities, and more can be found at bigsciencemusic.com. That's bigsciencemusic.com. All right. What detail have you for us now? Huh. I know. Uh, That's clunky. I feel like that hit me like a ton of bricks. (laughs) (laughs) Like a ton of bricks. Hit by a ton of bricks. Hit like a ton of bricks. Some, you know, ton of, there's a bricks and they're getting you. Yeah. Um... With great force or violence, very vigorously, hmm. slash uh, or 
punish or reprimand severely. Like they came came down on me like a ton of bricks. I see. And like, uh, darn you kids and your whatevers. Yeah. The phrase gains popularity in the 1920s, but dates back uh, about 100 years more or more. 1873, uh, June 28th. If I owed him over a note, he was down on me like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Yeah. A note like money. Money. Yeah. The phrase was not always a ton and sensibly sensibly wasn't a ton because bricks aren't measured in tons. Tony. They're measured in numbers. So the phrase used to be a thousand of brick or hundred of brick, which again makes more sense because they're not sold by tons. They actually said that? <laughs> yeah. 1836. <laughs> Darn that Yankee tin peddler. If We're I really saying if that? If I don't be into him with a thousand of brick. <laughs> 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 yeah. Because it, it is. You've got it. A thousands of brick. Boy, that's uh, that's a lot to say. That really thousands of brick doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> um, in 1850, which is one I didn't expect, and then you hear his voice like a thousand of bricks, and I'm thinking, what? What? Why? Why would a voice sound like a thousand of bricks? But it seems like that that we originally sort of referenced using the the, the figurative sense in in the crash of the bricks, not in the physical force of the brick. So the noise that it makes. The noise of the bricks falling. I mean, that's what this one is. There are many that came across to me in a in an auditory way, and there are some that didn't come that came into me in a crashing sort of way. Yeah. Uh-uh. So I think we we used it for both. That uh, voice. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. But I mean, when when are we talking? Eighteen like- hundreds. There was there's nothing really. Pre, I did not see anything pre 1800s relating to the thousand of brick or hundred of brick that wasn't literal counts of brick or you know purchase orders things like that. I did like an 1800 to 1850s kind of sweet spot, and that's when it seemed to start to pop through. Um, but pre 1800s, I wasn't getting any any like figurative uses of of any kind of brick. Gotcha. It's all literal brick. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, this it does. It's it's comes from you know the falling, the clatter of of bricks, perhaps falling off the thousands of brick being pulled and falling off a wagon. The noise, the the weight, the clatter, the clamor of physical bricks falling. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I guess in the eighteen hundreds, people would use some reference point like that. I always get um, whenever there's a tornado, mm-hmm. and then the news people are speaking to someone who survived the tornado, they often say, it sounded like a freight train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, are you really around freight trains all the time? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry to be a jerk. Point, point out the freight train and yeah. the soundboard. Show Which me one is it? a freight train. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I guess, yeah, you know, it's a reference. Yeah. People uh, ordered hundred of bricks or thousand of bricks, and then tossed and them then off a bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. This one is pretty straightforward. Very straightforward. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. It just sort of came out of ether as truckloads or wagon loads of bricks and brick buildings became more. Yeah, roadways, things. Yeah, clan, yeah just just whatever yeah. you were hauling bricks to, the noise of them falling off the cart. 
or the the weight of them being on the cart being hitting things yeah it just it did sort of come it seems organically because I, I really didn't see much i didn't see anything pre-1800s hmm. but I, I i only looked as as well as i as well as i can right no but yeah that makes sense yeah well that one didn't bog us down too much <laughs> you are all over the transitions today nice uh, that is they're just serving themselves up for me for nice. the most part. A plus again. Some are clunky. Um, so bogged down, bogged down, bogged. Yeah. Bogged yeah. down. I get you. I'm feeling bogged down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, to hold you down, to feel, um, to get stuck, this kind of idea. I got bogged down with a bunch of work. I couldn't mm -hmm. go to the party. Yeah. Yeah. Who are we kidding? We're going to the party. Yeah, I mean, you got to finish. So yeah. Just got to get there. We'll get there after. Yeah, but this is uh, this idea is pretty old to sink uh, sixteen hundred, uh, you know, circa. Oh, yeah, we're doing. Yeah, it's pretty old there. You're right to exclaim with a slight exasperation or exclamation, uh, because yeah, eighteen hundred is when we get it fully on with down bogged down. Uh, you before that you might have uh, been bogged. Uh, or or a couple of other uh, permutations of that of bog, mm -hmm. but let me tell you why. And this is this is another one that has uh, a, a definite. This is what it is, and we could see exactly what it is and why. Mm -hmm. Except that it does have one unexpected kind of uh, twist to it that makes it like, oh, geez, that's kind of wow. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> So initially, you have a, a you could say in some definitions. I can say because I've saw said definitions. All right. In some definitions, you know, a bog could be called uh, vegetation decayed or decaying, uh, soft quagmire. Mm -hmm. You know, sort of a, a muddish kind of a sloggy ground. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes. Yeah. Right. That's a that's a great definition of bog. Yeah. Sloggy ground. Sloggy ground, but really, it all comes back to poop. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, because, um, you know, bog. Yeah. To go to bog yeah. uh, or to go to stool. What? Yeah. So, um, Here's what you're. Here's what you're gonna find out here. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was sort of a, a Gaelic word that could have roots back to the 14th century, but certainly bog itself, 16th century, mm -hmm. uh, soft marsh, swamp, muddy, <laughs> uh, but then made its way into the bog house. You know, you it, it, that was your lavatory or latrine, <laughs> yeah. so you would just go. And that marshy mud yeah. was probably, um, you know, your visual aid. Oh man! Well, yeah. Did you call it that because of the bog was so boggy, or did you wait? So you're saying they were just filled with poop? Well, <laughs> one and the same. Okay. So um, it's true that er the earliest form of it may have just meant uh, marshy, yeah. swampy. Don't walk through that section yeah, yeah. of the field. You just, you know, it it'll, but. Get your shoes all muddy. But as um, it, it was also used in the form of a, la a latrine or even like ple 
pre any time type of uh, latrine house. It yeah. was just like a a bog hole. I saw uh, some. So yeah, you. I wanted to start being able to instead of pie hole, like shut your bog hole. <laughs> shut your bog hole. Yeah. So it's just like a a, a, sw- a swampy, nasty yeah. um, place it's where like you relieve up. yourself, and yeah. then the the ground then gets um, right and fouled. You know. <laughs> But uh, this is an open sewer. Yeah, I mean that's what we we you know we didn't have. No, that's what we you know. All right. Wow. And, well, I mean we, if so, if you're Outside. in land, I yeah. guess not near some water where right. you could do those wash away toilet systems that we right. talked about. But <laughs> right, um, this is just you know here in the woods. Yeah, and so you there's an area, Keep and that's where bog. it happens. So don't get bogged <laughs> down by all means. No, my God, it sounds <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it's definitely terrible. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, I just didn't know that aspect no. of it at all. I didn't uh, realize the bog poop thing. Right, because, yeah, you might see say there's fog coming from the bog, mm. but now that takes on all the meaning. <laughs> poop cloud. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what I got for bog. These are, we have second half of this show is pretty uh, succinct. Huh? You can hear me laughing the whole time. <laughs> I'd say... Yeah. Well, I knew I, as soon as yeah. I surf up pib, that we're, we're done. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, mail us in, write us in, check us out, do those things yes. at Whole Nine Yards Pod. Yeah. On Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. Huh. And then Whole Nine Yards Podcast on the Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Go write and do that now. And. <laughs> We'll be waiting for that. Yes. I'm Jay. And I'm Ray. We're We're not not idiots. idiots. Whole Nine Yards is written, recorded, and produced by Big Science Pods. Learn more at whole9yards.org or contact Whole Nine Yards by emailing heyyou at whole9yards.org. That's heyyou at whole9yards.org. Whole Nine Yards theme music composed by Big Science Music.